What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony, and welcome to another edition of Spade the Podcast. What's going on, y'all? So, guess what? Today is my one-year anniversary of Spade the Podcast, so happy birthday to me, Spade Podcast. (laughs) Um, Last year, I started on Juneteenth. That was my first episode when it was released. So today is a very special day and I'm like super excited. This episode is going to be, it's going to be so cool. Um, I'm not going to have a panel or anything, but um, this is kind of going to be like um, some of my favorite clips per se. So I'm going to incorporate, let you guys listen to some of my clips that I love from past episodes and serious moments, some, uh, funny moments, some outtakes. Um, you guys get to hear all of that. Uh, again, I apologize for being gone for like a month and some change, but for the month of May, I had to just uh, decompress because April was just draining releasing every week and stuff. And then also within the month of May with school and everything. So I just got really, really, really busy. And I was like, okay, let me, I'm going to get my stuff together and, you know, I got to do something obviously for my anniversary. So here I am right now, (laughs) but, oh, before I start, guess what? Again, (laughs) as of today, because I'm recording, um, this is June 17th, I'm recording, but as of today, I have a total of 917 downloads which is so crazy. So a year, I've almost reached a thousand downloads. So that's, that's insane to me. I'm so proud of that number. It's neat that 917 uh, people have downloaded my episodes or it's been downloaded, excuse me, 917 times. So uh, again, thank you to everyone that has uh, supported me from the beginning until now. Appreciate you guys. I'm not going to disappear like I did before, but I'm probably going to have like one more episode this month. And but definitely in July, I'm going to start back um, hitting again. So we're actually going to go ahead and I'm going to take y'all back to my very first episode. And this was racism and your mental health. I asked the question about uh, George Floyd's death to this uh, particular panel, and I want you guys to check out their uh, response. So here it goes. As as far as the um the George Floyd murder, I couldn't watch that. I walked into my parents were watching it on the news and they showed a clip of um they showed a clip of it on CNN and I had to leave the room because I don't I I feel like black people we don't need to see that for mm-hmm. the simple fact we know it's happening. Mm-hmm. I really feel like white people need to see that right? because we're not oblivious to what happens to us. Right. Yeah. Like, do you, I, I just feel like 
do you know how strong we have or do you know how strong we are to constantly experience the same thing over and over and over? Don't have justice, mm-hmm. but still we're we're still moving in the world. Exactly. We're still we, in, we've been de- we've been dealing with trauma since we for, were brought here. Since we were brought here. Exactly. Yes. And, and for me, like I like to. I'm not going to ignore it. Like I, for me, I'm, I'm, I receive it better by like reading, reading articles. Right. But watching someone take their last breath by the hands of someone else. Right. I just, I can't, I can't like, it'll really, it bothers me. And like y'all were saying these, I don't know these people. But because I relate to them on on the level of we have the same skin color, so they're no different than me. Powerful words um, from Pebbles. My panel for that one was uh, Travis, Fainus, and Pebbles. My very first panel for my very first episode. So thank you guys for that one. Um, But yeah, I agree with her that uh, it's hard to look at, you know, uh, someone getting murdered, especially on national television, like that still to me is just crazy, even now that that actually happened. And then people were kind of just trying to justify the um, justify it being okay for it to happen. That was, yeah, that, that was just, it was ridiculous back, you know, a year ago. But um, I want you guys to listen to an, another clip. And this was actually for the part two of racism in your mental health. And I actually asked the question in reference to uh, defunding the police. And it was, describe your view on the call to defund the police in response to police brutality. Because there was um, a lot of talk with uh, defunding the police and there was a lot of different opinions and and stuff on it. So um, I'll let you guys check it out and and see what you think of their responses for that particular panel. I want to get your, your views on to call to uh, defund the police in response to police brutality. Brandon, what is your view on that? Um, I agree with, reformation uh however defunding that's kind of that's that's going down a slippery slope um with um defunding the police you have to ask yourself what does that mean what are we taking out what are we excluding Mm -hmm. and at the same time why we do want to encourage uh, a change within the police system. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have to be cautious and aware that there is, uh, there is violence and uh, crime still going on within our community. So to have a weakened uh, police force in the countries is not very beneficial. However, on the opposite side, you can't have a strong militarized police force right right so it has to be a delicate balance but 
defunding, I'm not necessarily for in favor of that. I think that's uh, going in a different, more chaotic perspective or a direction. Casey, what do you think? Um, I do agree with some of the points that Brandon did make. Um, I definitely think the police is very heavily militarized. Um, you know, I don't understand why they you know, need tanks and stuff in their departments. Um, I do have to disagree. I do support defunding the police. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up, you know, a lot of pol- you know cities, they, most of their budget goes towards police departments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, they get all this funding, but they can't adequately train officers. And, um, you know, if you, if you look like the training to become a police officer, you have to take more time to train to become a barber than a police officer. Mm-hmm. And that's a little, that's a little unsettling. You know, I can see where the slippery, the slippery slope argument does come in because some people want to push it really far. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just kind of my two cents on it. Um, you know, we have no problem slashing education budgets, but when you talk about slashing a police budget, it, people just get really upset for some reason. So that's, that's my thoughts. Great, uh, great viewpoints from both of them. Um, I wanted to also show, um, let you guys listen to this next clip, and it's actually talking about kind of um, uh, reverse racism in uh, this is actually one of my favorite clips within this episode. Lustra, she she straight killed it and straight read people that believed in that believes in um, reverse racism. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look and listen to her. <laughs> it's frustrating whenever people scream reverse racism because that a that's not a valid argument. But the KKK was literally trying to kill black people, Jewish people, people who are anything other than white and Christian. They were just like, no, Black Lives Matter is literally saying we want to be treated with the same respect as white people. We want to walk. We want to be able to go for a jog and not be targeted because of the color of our skin. Exactly. We want to be able to. Uh walk home from the grocery store and not be killed. We want to be able to, if a black person does something wrong and they have to be arrested, we want to be able to like live. And it's so sad and it's so disappointing that people would even have the gall to compare what the KKK did to people like Emmett Hill, to people Mm -hmm. who did to, to, to do with uh, like the 16th of, street Baptist church, church bombing that happened back in like the fifties or sixties. Like it's, it's disgusting that people would even compare the two organizations because the KKK literally is trying to kill everyone else besides people who are white and Christian Mm -hmm. while black lives matter is literally trying to uplift the black experience. Exactly. And to like hold true to like saying that our life matters just as much as everyone else's. And that's why, that's my argument whenever I say all lives, whenever I hear all lives matter, all lives physically cannot matter until black lives matter. Mm -hmm. Once black people have finally gotten to the point where we're treated as equals, then we can say, oh yeah, all lives matter. But it's going to take a long time and a lot of work for that to happen. Didn't I tell y'all, she dropped the mic. Bow. (laughs) So, you know, now... Um, we're going to go ahead and get to a, 
lighter side, you know, I'm going to let y'all listen to some uh, funny moments from my uh, different episodes. <laughs> um, so when we come back, you guys can hear that. And um, hope you guys are enjoying it. Make sure you guys subscribe, uh, follow me, and um, let's keep it rolling. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. <laughs> um, hope you guys are enjoying the episode and everything. Um, so this next clip that I want to play, this is actually from, um, I had a colorism episode and the episode was very, on a very serious note. Um, it's taught, it, it was called, um, I'm not my skin. So and this is actually part one. But the episode, um, it dealt with, you know, very um, a heavy topic in relation to colorism between the light skin and, and dark skin. Um, but this particular panel, um, they were just funny. Like our, our vibe, it was, it, it was a, the vibe gelled. And so these two people, um, Rashad and Portia, straight hilarious. <laughs> so I'm gonna let y'all listen to how things uh, went down. <laughs> oh, what's up, everybody? My name is Anthony, and welcome to my podcast. This is my season finale, and I'm excited for you guys to be listening today. Uh, this is actually an interesting topic that I actually chose to speak on. It's actually on um, colorism. So I have wonderful panel, like of, of 11 people. <laughs> so I'm super excited. Um, I have a part one panel, and then I've got a second panel. So I'm here with my first panel. And I'm going to introduce you guys to them. So here is, I've got Portia, I've got Mary, and I've got Rashad on the line. So what's up, y'all? What's up? Hey. Hola. Hey, y'all. <laughs> how are y'all doing? Blessed and how to save it, living for the Lord. You live Clearly. Clearly. Yes. Clearly. Yes. Salad and water, honey. I got to get these hundred pounds <laughs> <powerful>, okay? <laughs> 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 All right, Portia. What's up, girl? What's going on with you? Hey, sugar. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Portia. Porky May. If you feeling frisky or whatever, <laughs> just kidding. I am a thirty-year-old, gainfully employed African American woman who enjoys oodles and noodles and Kool-Aid too. No, I'm just kidding, y'all. No, I'm excited to be here, for real, for real. I'm all about the jokes, but I'm excited to be a part of the podcast today. Love what you're doing, Anthony. Appreciate you thinking of me to be a part of it. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, and I'm so glad to have you on. And now I've got Rashad Roberson, who you guys may have heard um, in a previous episode. Um, I think it was on the um, Depression is Real episode 
Um, so Rashad, what's going on with you? How are you? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How are you, brother? I'm good, my bro. <laughs> so who are you, Rashad? <laughs> I am a, a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save, who can deliver, Woo! who can break you through, right, who can yeah. break you over, oh. who can bring you up, who can take care <laughs> of you. I am on my side. I am just a man of God. <laughs> I don't care. I, I always thought um, that my child would come, because I always thought I was ugly. I always thought I was ugly. So I thought if my child come out looking like me, dark and ugly, like it's going to be ugly like me. That's, that's that was how me. I thought. You know? That was my mentality as well. I just yeah. didn't think I was enough. And I was like, Visually. my kids look the best, you know? You know, and even though some of them are born ugly when they develop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honey, just, give them about nine more months, honey. That baby come out pretty, okay? Honey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that baby nine months. Oh, ooh, that's a pretty baby. I don't say nothing, you know, the first couple of weeks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> is what made me stop being, you know, like that uh, towards um, my skin tone. And it was a girl named Mattia Washington who who had a talk with me in Germany. We was on a tour in Germany with the New York Gospel Stars. And uh, I'll never forget some of the things that she said to me, which are, and she's a dark-skinned, beautiful, chocolate lady. But um, she got on my ass when I, can I cuss? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, <laughs> I'm saying, but you know, I'm not going to say, you know, to be in the other stuff unless, you know, I'm provoked. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't I tell y'all they were funny? <laughs> like, I really wish I would have um, recorded some outtakes with them back then. I'm going to get them two together again because that whole, those two, that vibe was hilarious freaking hilarious but all right for my next one though <laughs> this is equally funny um so i had an episode and it was called um i'm not my or it was called um we are not okay and so this was dealing with uh the parents being basically being frustrated uh during the pandemic and so they're you know having to juggle their work life and having to juggle the online schooling and everything like that. So I invited some of my, uh, uh, my guests were, uh, I had some moms and I had um, a dad. And so um, Kiki, uh, one of my friends, she's a mother of three. <laughs> well, one of her uh, children made a debut <laughs> on the episode. I love this. This is hilarious to me. It's too funny. So y'all, y'all take a listen. <laughs> oh, you found me. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. See what I mean? No peace. <laughs> yeah, be Princeton. If he was here, y'all probably no peace. five times in the camera. <laughs> Girl, I had to come outside because, honey, he's standing at the door beating like he in jail. That's how they do. 
Like they ain't when been I with tell you all day, girl. Look at this. Like, you see what, what I'm saying? A long time. What are you doing? Okay, you have been gone for too long. I give you 15 minutes at a time, lady. <laughs> she said, "No peace." <laughs> Look, all right. So this next one, and same uh, episode and whatnot. And so I asked them, "What do they do to um, find peace for themselves?" Oh my god. When I tell you I died laughing, I was crying so hard. This was it was so funny. <laughs> y'all, y'all listen. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, let's shift to the next question. That's funny though. <laughs> so um, how do you uh make time for yourselves given you are with your kids now um the majority of the time? Now lock the bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. Yes. Girl, when I tell you, yes. <laughs> this has been the longest. I've been closing, but now you have to lock it. Girl. I turn off all the lights wherever I'm at in whatever room, and hopefully they don't hear me. <laughs> And that's the guy on the street. <laughs> I think I try not to breathe when I go in there. I'm like, oh. Now that was funny. <laughs> she said she goes and cut off the lights and she don't even breathe. She said, oh. <laughs> that was classic. Kiki, Renisha, y'all, y'all funny. <laughs> oh. This clip right here, um, this is the outtake. <laughs> um, this is even before we started that interview. And I'm, I'm going to let y'all listen. <laughs> okay. Any questions before we start? Are y'all all good? Can we cuss? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I ain't going to cuss. I just want to you know, I don't want nothing to come out. Of <laughs> right. He going to cuss. He wouldn't ask if he if he wasn't. <laughs> but Portia, Portia already did it, so she was like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "It's good." <laughs> Jordan said, "Can we cuss?" Oh, <laughs> uh, that's my bro. But um, this is another outtake, and um, this group right here. Oh, whew. when you get four strong podcasters and you put them together the uh the conversation is going to be so good and it will last a long time <laughs> like our recording the total time for it i want to say was about an hour and 40 minutes um this the time for the show um, we had at least, a, I think, an hour footage. And then once we got done from the recording the show the, for the two episodes, because I split it up, we still kept talking. And next thing we know, 30, 40 minutes have passed. And it's like, okay, y'all, now we really got to go. <laughs> so I'm going to let y'all listen to them. Like, this group, I, I can't wait to... Uh, 
to work with them again, but they were funny. Like <laughs> they were hilarious. Y'all listen. Y'all take a listen. Good job, y'all. Good thank job. You. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, you for having, having us. Um, I, I enjoyed this thoroughly. Yeah, yeah this was very fun. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Man. Yeah, it's so much that came out of there. I'm like, oh, we could talk about, you know, right. black women stuff, black men stuff. You know, there's so right. much, so much stuff. And um, you know, one of the things that I, I find hard for me anyway is getting men to talk about relationships. So oh my God. Okay, look. Look, look, look. I, I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. I knew it. I knew it. All, all I, I ever get is relationship. All I ever get is relationship questions. Look, 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 what, 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 what? So <laughs> no, my thing, the, my the thing own... is, is that y'all say yes and then don't show up. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? When, when we're talking about doing the podcast, uh, you know, the thing. What's, I, look, boo, I was in Facebook jail. I was in a psych ward, so I probably didn't see none of it. Okay. So I'm going to need you to calm it down. <laughs> calm it down. <laughs> oh, Because I would, I would tell you already as a prior married person that seen some stuff between my mom that was married. Yeah. I got real good by relationships. Uh, I'll yeah. talk. I'll talk about relationships. When I was, when I did decide to go back to school, for, I wanted to uh, do psychology. Well, hold up, Ronnie. We didn't. We don't even know what she wants to know about relationships yet. Before we put. No, her she was saying, her. but she wants to talk about it. But I'm just saying, my focus is yeah, relationship no, counseling. The, and the thing therapy. is, is and maybe I'll just you know, so we're not taking up all of Anthony's time. Maybe I'll ask Anthony. No, no, to, y'all, y'all good. Like, no, are, the, we all the on the, are we all on the email? Are we all on the email? Like, did you show yeah. everybody's email? Because if so, then you know we can y'all, just reach um, out. Hmm? Write, uh, write your emails down again. I think uh, the only one, Ruby, I forgot to add the dot com, which yours, and so I had to do yours separate. So, <laughs> oh, but, let me be to talk about black sheep, huh? Oh, yeah, I have, I have, I have, uh, because I, I think that you know this is one of the things because I um because the way that I met Anthony um and I don't know if any of you guys are in there, but um, we have a um, black podcaster networking. Um, yeah, I think yeah, all I'm of y'all in are in it. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah, oh, you guys are. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just I told you I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I'm say it didn't exist. <laughs> well, I don't. You know what's funny is I opened that up because somebody else was supposed to, and they never did. But we were in a conference, and I wanted to make sure that we had a place that we could, you know, connect. Mm-hmm. And. um so I don't do a whole lot of advertising in there. I, I just kind of try and make sure that I'm connecting everybody in that. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that you guys can make those connections. And so it looks like you guys are doing that. So that's yeah, we in here. We in here. Now, but I got a question for you since you want to bring up relationships. <laughs> are you living your you, life right now? Or are you just that? living to exist? What's that? Are you living your life right now? Or are you just living to exist? So I think that I am. There are areas that I still would like to change, right? Now, when I tell y'all that group right there, I, I could have gone. It, that, uh, that conversation went on and on and on. It, it elaborated. And again, like I said, it was like over 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> so I could have put a whole lot more, but y'all get the gist. Like, but they were they were so cool. The vibe was just crazy good. So I can't wait to 
I got to get all of them back. Um, Ronnie, uh, Felicia, Chandra, and um, Ruby. Great. They, I, I love them. So definitely got to get them back. So the last clip that I wanted to do um, before I wrap up everything um, was actually bringing a clip. And this is actually from my most downloaded episode. And I didn't, when I first recorded this, I didn't think that this particular episode was going to blow up like this. And apparently it's still like my most downloaded episode. Like um, when I look at the stats for this, uh, it's been downloaded 144 times. And this is a mask off edition. And this is part one. So um, this episode was dedicated to COVID-19 and I was shedding awareness on it. And so um, my panel that I had on there were Travis, Dre, and uh, Thanos. Yeah, this is a very powerful episode because it was shedding light on COVID and just shedding, you know, breaking down like, look, this is what's happening. Why aren't people taking it seriously? But the question that um, you guys are going to hear is actually um, kind of in reference to what's happening now because it's about the new normal. So here it is. Do you believe that... This new normal is going to be permanent, or can things go back to the way they used to be? What are your thoughts? I would like. I would like to be the first. (laughs) 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 I just wanted to say. um, I think this new normal is going to be forever. Like I said earlier about the different types of flu. Uh, it, this is just a really amped up flu that we will have a vaccine for, hopefully, mm-hmm. in some time in the coming future. But th- people are going to call it COVID season forever. I mean, we're, there's going to be a certain point in time where it's going to flare back up. We might not need masks at one point, but there's going to be a certain time where we're going to need masks again, gloves again, social distancing. But maybe this was the time to learn how to get there first before it goes down again. Mm. I believe that this is a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. I do think that we will never return to what things used to be. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of that song. That's just the way it is. Tupac, things will never be the same. Right. right. I think that that we are experiencing a new normal, but I, I think that the severity of this time may dwindle down. It may die down, you know, for a period and for a season. But I think this has literally ushered us into a whole new period, a whole new culture of living. Mm-hmm. Famous, what you think? For sure. And I, 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 I think, uh, I think the new normal and it's funny. I've been, there's one friend of mine that I sent a Snapchat to every Monday morning and I usually have my mask on. Um, and I'll just put as the title new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, you know, how we go about socially, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. I know from a business aspect, things are definitely going to change mm-hmm. um, because companies are realizing how much things you can do 
um, with a computer and a phone. Um, and it's, it's funny, you know, I had a sales meeting um, last week where uh, our, our sales meeting was us meeting at a location and circling up our trucks. Mm-hmm. And we call it a tailgate sales meeting. Um, that way we could still meet in person face to face, but we were able to practice social distancing. Mm-hmm. And one of the sales reps said, you know, I don't know if we'll ever shake people's hands again. And that really dawned on me because I was like, wow, is that the new normal? You mm-hmm. know, when you see somebody, is it just going to be a pound, especially somebody that you don't know? Mm-hmm. Now, as far as my mom, I'm going to hug her, whether she likes it or not. Right. But, you know, for every day, average Joe Blow, I think the new normal is definitely going to look different. Does the yeah. does the term new normal, does that scare you? Um, does it scare you? Does it give you some type of anxiety to just think that in the days to come, this is how it's going to be that things again, like Travis said, it will never be as it was? To me, it's, it doesn't give me anxiety. It actually gives me hope. Mm-hmm. Um, because in my opinion, if, if, uh, you know, people say the new normal, that means things have changed and hope, hopefully we're evolving. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're changing in the right direction mm-hmm. to where, um, you know, what we're doing now, like Dre said, as far as wearing a mask with this, maybe, you know, 2025 when COVID 28 pops up, the new normal is we've got it figured out and don't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm but maybe we still have to practice social distancing. Mm. Um, maybe we are still encouraged to wash our hands, you know, every 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thought process is if I'm here for the new normal, that means I'm still living. Mm-hmm. So it almost gives me a sense of hope instead mm-hmm. of being scared. Like I said, it's just kind of more so knowing that you're going to have to be very careful and cautious going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really like that answer, actually, and I agree with your statement because the new normal for the younger group, it, it could be easy for us to adapt to. And in the future, when, like you said, COVID-28 or so, you know, we know how to get around that. But for our elderly that's here now, the ones that their normal was, I mean, you shake hands even at the register, you know, you talk and you relax with each other. You guys are always on each other other that that interaction is part relation and that interaction is part of friendship and everything like that there's meaning to their interaction so i'm just wondering what toll is going to take on them whether they become meant like you know very very depressed or uh what's the word clinically depressed mm-hmm. or you know maybe some might even pass away from it because they can't see their loved ones and they're so stressed out and so mm-hmm. you know frantic and wow yeah it's and- really and and Dre, that's funny that you know you're you're talking about the elderly group of people, but you know that makes me think about the the young group, the mm-hmm. the group that I, I I consider, I guess, in my mind, a kid, a young kid is like five to eight years old. Right. So even once we go back to school in the fall, and you know school districts uh, do do that, the new norm for a, a seven year old, you're going to tell little Timmy that he can't play with Tom and touch him like That's that new yeah. normal for young people uh or you know you're going to tell little Tim he's got you have to keep your mask on 
you have to keep it on. Like just even that to register with a five-year-old um, or telling Tim, you know, when we're on the playground, you've got to be six feet apart from, from Tom. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, think, that's tough. I think the um, good thing. Because even, even as a grown adult, for me to practice everything, I have to consciously think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was powerful. Um, and to think that was done a year ago. And I believe that the stuff that they were talking about is coming to pass right now. So that's, wow, something to think about. But if you, uh, thank you guys for um, joining me or listening to my, or some of these clips and stuff uh, that I've shared with you guys. And if you guys want to tune into these episodes, definitely you can. Um, definitely, again, subscribe, follow me. Listen to all my past episodes. Uh, um, they've all been really good. And if I didn't feature a certain episode, that's not to say that I didn't like it or I didn't like that panel. It's just these particular episodes, they just really stuck out to me just for the fact of, of you know, the conversations and, and the interactions with, with these individuals. But I've enjoyed all of my panels and I've kept in contact with with all of them pretty much. So, but again, subscribe and uh, follow and make sure and be on the lookout for some new stuff that's going to take place. So again, uh, my name is Anthony and I'm out.